Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to episode 106 of Just Another Knicks Fan, hosted by your host, Jack Mo. Fucking F. I want to say happy holidays and happy New Year's once again to everybody. And in a month, it will be happy Chinese New Year, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, in a couple of months in April, it will be happy New Year's in my culture. But, um, yeah, that's just what it is, man. So happy New Year's to everyone all year round. And, you know, um, if you need to make changes in your life, you don't got to wait for the new year to start. You just do it. But I actually did sort of wait for the new year to start. Um, and I was occupied with a, a few things in life, and, and that was cool. And then when the new year started, I had to, like, you know, recalibrate or reassess my goals. You know, you don't really, when you hit a certain age, you just want to just get this shit done. You know, you don't really need to announce it or anything. Not also, I'm like, oh, I'm so secretive, but... Yo, you just want to do this shit, bro. Like, you know, if you know me, you, you know what I'm trying to do, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, all that shit, you know, you got to make sure your finances, your chickens is, 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 is in priority, is in order. You're prioritizing it, you know, prioritizing the work-life balance, all that shit. So, I was doing that in the beginning of the year and all of that stuff and, and um, you know, went to a wedding, all that stuff. It was cool, it was cool, it was cool. And then, fast forward, you know, Knicks played like ass against the Raptors. Which was expected, you know. Um, wasn't surprised really. Uh, we were missing a lot of people. But that was no excuse. I still thought we had a chance to win. But Fred Van Fleet was like, eh, "I got some mood. I got some motors for y'all." He went ham. He went ham and cheese. Went off. Took a perk and started going off. Um, sort of how we ended the year. So we all sort of started the year. Uh, we played against OKC New Year's Eve. Looked like we, we we was out of it, and then we made a comeback. We was down by three, seventy one, seventy four, and then the fucking levy, the levy just let loose, and we ended up losing that game. So that loss to the Raptors and the loss to OKC, um, it was just, I guess, nature taking its its action, its course of action, and the Knicks did what they could in those games. And Julius Randle had caught COVID, and you know, I was thinking maybe, um, Obi. I mean, I don't think Obi was ready for like ever at this point in time to be the number one option. I was just hoping like, yo, maybe he'll just get some more touches and, and um you know, just do his damn thing. But he did I he did I in the touches, but I feel like, you know, he should have I'm not saying drop forty points. I just I don't know. But he did what he could. I I know he's not in no position to replace Julius at all. I know a lot of people were, you know, saying that like, yo, yo, you better Julius Nah, but um it seems to be more team-oriented basketball, yeah, when he's on the court. But as far as him just outright replacing Julius, I don't know about that, man. Because as, as streaky as Julius Jules, as 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 the the Knicks players call him, you know, he still commands some sort of attention in which um, Ob or a lot of other Knicks players can't really command. So that that was missed, but you still expect Ob Toppin to step up. You still expect RJ, which some of these players did. Like RJ did play better. You know, it's just you. Know, you just somehow would expect them to get the shit done because you figure their talent isn't enough to beat the Raptors and beat the Thunder, even though we don't got D Rose and, and Kemba's out again. And that's crazy. Kemba was out, but McBride, McBride really, you know, he didn't really play like that. But I right, yo, fuck all this shit. So it's January fucking seven six yesterday. You know, January six. A lot of people. Uh, we'll remember this day because of the, um, this shit called the White House. The attack on the White House. The attack on Capitol Hill, whatever. That was last year. This year is January 6th. And I get a phone call like, yo, 
got tickets to these Knicks games. Sound go? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go. What is it today? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Thursday, I bet. I am not even at this point asking about the seats, what they're looking like. I'm like, yo, I'm down, bro. And then, right away, yo, what's your email? Blah blah blah. All that good information. I'm like, oh shit, like yo, this shit really brother. And then you, know, you get more information, like, oh, yo, we got tickets to the to the suite. We got tickets to the suite. I was like, oh, this shit about to be turned the fuck up. And lo and behold, we're going to the Knicks versus Celtics. And I'm thinking to myself, there's one thing I know. It's Fournier's going off today. Second thing I know, I, I'm thinking it's going to be a close game. And I'm just excited, bro. We're in the suite. I was going to wear my little Knicks crew neck sweater, bust moves and that. But I was like, nah, fuck that, yo. We're going to a suite. I'm going to, you know, play the part, wear a little turtleneck and a little blazer, shit like that. You know, I got these LeBron ones. My mom loved, wore them shits. So we stepped out, man. Hype. Can't really show my emotions. I'm not really good at that at times. And the Knicks was motherfucking team out the game flat. Jalen Brown was hitting every shot. Fournier was holding the fort down in the first half. And I'm just thinking, like, yo, what the fuck, yo? Why are they playing so bad? And, and I'm around people that they're just here for the experience, just like I am, but they're not as passionate about the Knicks as I am. And I think my passion sort of, you know, my presence was felt with me rooting for the Knicks. And that shit was, it's down by like 25. Yeah, they're getting booed because you're down by like 25. And we guys know you're better than this. I saw the whole fucking starting lineup intro. And she's like, yo, we're here to defend the Garden. It's New York. We're going to defend the Garden. And we get smoked by 25, so yeah, you're gonna hear some booze, bro, because we know you better than them. like the Celtics. They might be a more talented team. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. You know what I'm saying? They got, they got a little squad. I don't understand why they record is what they is, but um it is what it is, man. Um got Dennis Schroeder, they got fuck, they got a few heads, man. Like motherfuckers ain't whack out here, B. But uh what you really gonna do, man? What you really gonna do, man? When you know you doke up, I'm excited for him, but I'm just upset the fact that he's Next division, or any team in the land division, I'm gonna feel the type of way about. And Jason Tatum's nice, so they got a talented team. I'm surprised at their record, but hey, man, oh, we got that fucking dub, bro. And I was, yeah. So we down by 25. They getting bold, and, and you know, one of my friends I'm with, he don't really know much about basketball. Like, oh, it's 20 points. They, they come back. I was like, all right, bet, bet. I, I agree with you. I hope so. I wanted him to be right, and. I was like, nah, fuck that. You're right, bro. They're coming back. And I, I said it with so much passion that, like, um, it almost felt like me. I'm taking too much credit here. But I just felt like they was going to come back, bro. And the people that was with me could attest to that. And I'm not saying they was going to come back and win. I did say that. I did say that I was going to come back and win. But I didn't think they was going to come back and win. But I was hoping they did. I was hoping they made a close game because I'm at the fucking game. And they was able to do that, son. And before I, I get into the 25-point shit, yo, I ain't gonna lie. Yo, it was fucking hard watching R.J. Barrett play basketball um, for the first 46 minutes of that game. It was hard, son. Maybe maybe first 45 minutes of that game. That shit was hard to watch. It's like every single time he took a shot. Fucking Robert. I'm gonna give him his nickname, bro. Time Lord Williams. Uh, call him by his nickname Robert Tom Lord Williams Fucking blocked all of his shit Every single Same move block Same move block Same move block Same move block I'm like what the fuck 
RJ Barrett, and then you know he, he had a couple of moves, good moves, some makeable shots around the rim that he missed, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck, son? Like that shit was hard to watch. Like, yo, if, if someone keeps blocking your shot with the same move, I'm like, RJ, come on, you gonna do something different, bro? Like, nah, I'm gonna stick to this move. That shit it ain't work all game, but uh, he stuck to that move. I will say that. Um, but yo, his aggressiveness fucking paid off at the end, bro. Um, he got to the basket. He didn't get blocked, but, yo, he got to the basket. Um, was able to create for others, is what I'm saying. He got to the basket. He got Mitchell rib- Mitchell robbed that lob. And then he went to the basket again, passed it out to quickly, quickly got to the paint for the floater. So he made good plays in the end, man. That made up for the first putrid fucking 45 minutes of RJ Barrett that we had that game, man. I'm like, yo, you can't just keep doing that move. But I just said I'm gonna keep doing that move, and then obviously, the fucking game winning shot, man, where I, I probably lost my voice damn near when he made that shit. No, I'm. It's just not. It's nothing against RJ. This is just a New York Knicks thing. I, I haven't really seen the Knicks win at the buzzer for a long time. I'm like, alright, it's probably going to overtime. There's so many times in these situations, um, the Knicks are tied or they're down a point. With 1.5 seconds left, 3 seconds. They don't even get this fucking shot off. They, don't, they wouldn't even get the shot off. So, I'm like, yeah, it's probably going to be the same shit. Like, yo, they're probably going to get shot off. I'm thinking for overtime. And when he made that shot, man, I damn near lost my mind, yo. I was hype. Because, like, I was there for that shit. I, I can't remember the last time Knicks made a buzzer beater. And then, now I do remember it, but I didn't think it was really that long ago. But it was David Lee shit in the garden, point one seconds against the Bobcats. They weren't even the fucking Hornets, bro. They were the Bobcats. Honking the Hornets shit. But anyways, that's how long it been. Now, I remember the Nate Robinson shit and AI, Allen Iverson, Grill. That shit was crazy, too. Shit, that was an overtime game. Iverson had 40, Marbury had 33. It was a lit-ass game. The games were lit in the fucking garden. And we had sweet seats, man. I never really been in the suite. It was a cool kind of atmosphere, bro. Where you, you feel like you at home and you at the game at the same damn time. At the same damn time, you feel like you at the game and you at home. The way the seats uh, lead you to the game, and you still got the couch and TVs inside of the suite. Man, that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. Like, yo, that shit. Pfft. Yo, the moment we get wealthy, bro. We we can't nick season tickets, bro. We mobbing the fuck out. And, and we getting on our gully shit, you feel me? We, we heading out to these Knicks games and making moves. All kinds of shit. And um, that's that. But um, that sweet shit was lit, bro. I'm over there, bro, just feeling like I belong, son. Like, this can't be... Um, this going to be uh, what I plan on move, doing in the future, man. Knicks season tickets or sweet tickets, whatever shit is. I need this shit, bro. I need this shit. And, um, yo, the four-year shit I was, I was right about. I had a feeling he was going to go off. Um, I thought I was going to be wrong about the Knicks winning. And it being a lit-ass game by halftime. But at halftime, they made it a respectable 16-point deficit. I'm like, all right, that was a good mini run to end the quarter. R.J. Barrett dug a couple four-year shots. Randall, you know, got a little, little, little something, something, something going, 16 points. We cut it to 10. And then the fucking, the C's brought it back up to 20. And then Fournier's like, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We made a couple threes. He hit a couple threes. And then fucking man quickly hit a couple couple shots. Cut it to nine. I'm like, all right, we're in this game now. And Julius Randle got hype. 
made some plays, cut the lead to seven. We down by seven. I was like, yo, we in this bitch, yo. We dead ass all up in here. We all up in here. We all... I don't know if y'all remember that song, but it's Cameron Vado and it's called We All Up In Here. Yo, and then every single time we cut the lead to two, fucking Marcus Smart would make a shot. Oh, um, Jason Tatum's a fucking baller, son. Um, glad I got to see him play. Glad I got to see him lose, obviously. I'm like, how many more fucking clutch shots you gonna hit in RJ Barrett's face, bro? How many more times you gonna do that shit, bro? Tie that shit. So it was only right, man, RJ Barrett returned the favor and hit that crazy-ass shot, man. Like, that was a crazy-ass shot, bro. That was a crazy shot. And to see it in person, that's even, like, more crazy, bro. To see that shit execute, come into fruition. Beautiful, bro. Look, shit, shit was more fucking uh, inspirational than the Mona Lisa shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to the Louvre just to look at Mona Lisa. I see that shit everywhere now. You don't see game winners like that everywhere, bro. You don't see that shit everywhere, bro. But I, I did. I saw it yesterday in person. And it's, y'all shit was lit, bro. RJ Barrett, man. Made up for those first hideous 45 minutes. And honestly, bro, we care about you, bro. It's not because we don't care. But, bro, we know you're better than whatever you was doing in the first, first 45 minutes. If I thought you really sucked, bro, trust me, bro. I wouldn't even, like, be this upset. Uh, he's, uh, he whack, you know, not even what. But he, uh, he got all the tools to be that dude, man. Like, he's coming off a 30-point game. And I didn't get to talk about the game against the Pacers. That game was lit, bro. Um, to see Julius and Randall, Julius and Randall, Julius and Barrett had that kind of game, man. That's what you expect. I'm not saying 30 and 30, but um, just to show out, man, just to set the tone for the fucking game, you know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, Fournier said it for this game, but they got to find a way for them three to be more consistent and not in, just in terms of production, obviously, but like have some sort of flow, some sort of chemistry, man. That's what they really need to get down. Fournier, Barrett. And Randall need to figure out how to get their chemistry down packed because um, once that, I think once that takes into effect, um, this team could really prosper. You know, um, last couple of games we won based off uh, Randall and Barry having it having a high hand, and this game we won based off Fournier having a high hand and and RJ making some plays down the stretch. And honestly, that's where a lot of our losses happen is late games, uh, not being able to make plays down the stretch and. Um, we was able to do that yesterday, bro. And it was beautiful. Like, that live to Mitchell Robinson would have been beautiful, son. That shit was beautiful, bro. And then, like I said, he made that play again. I think he, I think Roger Villa was like, yo, fuck it, man. If you're going to keep blocking my shit, let me still demand a double team and get my mans open. And that's what he did, bro. And then he made that crazy-ass shot, bro. And I'm glad he made that shot because he's, he's supposed to be the one, bro for us you know what i'm saying he's supposed to be the one for the knicks and for him to make that shot for him to have that 30 point game against the pacers yo I, this is what we expect bro not you know what i'm saying not saying that like i said not 30 but we expect greatness from you bro because you the one bro you the one bro so um game was fucking epic i feel like leaving got home i didn't know what to really do with my life i was just so excited i was like oh fuck like y'all got I ain't gonna lie, man. That shit was inspirational, man. Like, that shit was hella, hella inspirational, bro. Like, motherfuckers is like, yo, this shit is about to be lit, bro. That's a big fact. That's a real big fact. Muy facto. Uh, verdad, as they were saying in Spanish, you know. Verdad. Fucking, fucking chicken sandwiches they had, the fucking beef burgers, all that shit, man. The waffle fries. That shit was jumping, man. That shit was, that shit was lit. And then, um, 
Foyer in the fourth quarter, bro. That fuck the arena, bro. The arena felt like it was the NBA Finals up in that bitch, yo. You would have thought it was the NBA Finals, bro. Or at least the playoffs. It felt like that, man. It felt like that, bro. Was it? Nah, but it felt like it, man. Uh, it just felt like, like that first game of the season against the Seas, double OT. Had that kind of vibe, man. Like, it's Knicks versus Boston, New York versus Boston. You know how that shit is. You know how that shit go. So, that shit was fucking turnt, bro. I was so glad I was there. And, um, real epic shit, bro. Real epic shit. Like I said, it's only a regular season game, but a real memorable one. Because I was there. And just the way the shit went down. This national TV game. Motherfuckers was down 25. Uh, the biggest comeback was when it was down 26. I saw that shit. It was against the Bucks on ABC Sunday. The Knicks had uh, Stephon Marbury. And motherfuckers came back and won that shit, bro. Bucks had Michael Red. Michael Red's a baller. So I remember that shit, man. I remember that comeback against the Bucks. The score was 61-39 at halftime. And the Bucks scored another four points to begin the third quarter. And that's when the Knicks started coming back. And they fucking won that shit. I remember that shit. Lit ass game. Lit ass game. But that game was on the road. This game was at home in the garden. On a Thursday, not a Sunday. So um happened on two different days. Um a lot of years apart, to be honest. I think that should also happen in January or February, if I'm not mistaken. That was a lit-ass game. I'm talking about yesterday's shit. And then um, Julius Randle, I heard, you know, um, was giving us the thumbs down to fans or some shit. And, yo, that's how you feel, bro. That's how you feel. That's cool. Um, like I said, the same thing with RJ Barrett, bro. It's because we care, bro. It's, it's because we know you're not whack. Like, Julius Randle, you're not whack, bro, but you're playing like you're whack. You know, obviously, he's had a great past couple of games. And he's been balling. Um, fresh out of COVID, he's, the boy's been balling. Let's, let's let's just say what it is. And, um, but prior to that, bro, you're going 5 for 20 against the pitch. Like, there's certain shit, it's like, you can't, it's just, his body language is weird. His vibe seemed off. You know, he seemed like, yo, this is y'all problem, not my problem kind of shit. And then also, like, he mentioned, like, yo, man, I don't pay attention to none of that, so now it seems like he does. Or, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, you have to, but you can't. A lot of contradictory involved here, but we all humans at the end of the day. Aren't we all have some sort of walking, aren't we all some sort of uh, walking contradictions at the same time, one way or another? So I'm not going to say, like, yo, it's impossible to block the noise out, but if you really say you block the noise out, then you got to sort of gotta play the part, too. And number two, bro, um, but he was playing like ass, bro. And we have to let you know that you're playing like ass, bro. And if you want to give us a thumbs down, that's yo, you can thumbs down me all you want, bro. If you're going to fucking play with passion and fire, you're going to play like you you know, you really fucking care. You got that nigga, you thumbs down all you want, bro. I don't care. I don't really care. Thumbs down all you want, bro. Like, that passion, that fucking tenacity, bro. That's what we want, bro. You had some bad games last year, bro. But we was like, it's fucking, it's cool, bro, because you still playing hard. And it showed that you care, bro. You feel me? This season... You know, we're losing games. You have some bad games. But it don't look like you really care. Like, you don't see that passion and fire, bro. That's, like, that shit frustrating, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, the frustrating at the mistakes you're making is a lot of them shit is avoidable. Like the um, the whole spinning into double teams shit. We don't want to see Julius Randle spinning into double teams. And that shit makes everybody nervous, bro. You know that. Um, shit like that, bro. That's how we lost that Bulls game. Like, yo, there's a few games where I, I, I vouch for Julius. Then it would be some some shit at the end of the game that sort of negated everything. Like 
the complete opposite of R.J. Barrett. Like, R.J. Barrett had a horrible 45 minutes, but who's going to remember that now after that last three minutes he had? You feel me? Um, but with Julius, like, a game against the Bulls, bro, he fucking had a great 46 minutes. 45 and a half, 45 and a half minutes, and he missed those two free throws, and he turns the ball over, and he misses another free throw, and then we lose the game. People going to remember that shit. They're not going to remember the fucking great 45 minutes you had, bro. And then, like, we also feel bad for you, bro. Like, damn, bro, you bought the fuck out. Like, we want you to succeed, too, bro. Like, it hurts us because we know it hurts you. And same shit happened against the Nets, bro. You bought the fuck out. And at the end of the game, you sort of just fold, bro. You know what I'm saying? It was tough. It's tough seeing that, bro. That's another thing. Um, against the C's, bro. And he missed the free throw. Roger Barrett missed the free throw. I ain't gonna lie, man. Like when whenever both of them at the line, I'll be hella nervous, bro. And I'm just glad that they made enough free throws in which the Celtics couldn't take the lead. And at worst, we were set for overtime. Because when Jason Tatum had that rock in his hand, this got nothing to do with RJ Barrett, bro. I knew he was making that shot. Like like he knew exactly what he was going to do, and he knew he was making that shot. And he didn't look slightly perturbed or shocked. He didn't look like, oh, yeah, yeah, I made that. He motherfucker looked hella focused when he made that shot, bro. Um, Tatum, oh, fucking Tatum is nice, man. Um, but yeah, he made that shot, bro. I knew that. I knew what was going in, man. Like, I'm not no fortune teller, but there's certain shit you just like, ah, oh, you gonna make this shit because I seen him do it against the Knicks so many times already. Um, made that shit. I was like, yo, fuck it, man. You go to overtime. I still think you're gonna get the benefit of the doubt because I'm still thinking. I know what Evan Fournier did in those overtimes against Boston. I'm like, we gonna run that shit back and do the same shit again, or at worst. But as long as it wasn't in a position to get the lead. I was, I was like, all right, I can live with that, you know. Um, but I was just said, nah, nah, bro, no OT, bro, no OT today, bro. Ball game, some Paul George shit, you feel me? And that's what he did. And like I said, that Julius Randle boy, yo, whatever, man, just, just just play hard, bro. You know, you feel how you feel, express yourself. And um, that's it, bro. That's it, bro. Just keep playing hard, bro, and everything else will fall into place. And, and um, play with on the floor of the game. Don't think too much. And ball out like you did yesterday and against the Pacers, bro. I'm happy to see you doing well, bro. Trust me, man. That thumbs down shit, that's probably the exact reason why uh, we can't find that footage anywhere on YouTube or anywhere of Julius Fender's postgame. Because normally every other game you can find his postgame uh, analysis. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's what I felt. I was just Googling shit. Like, oh, Julius Fender this game. Julius Fender that game. Only one you can't find is this game. Uh, we wanted to shut us up. Uh, we wasn't going to shut up, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro? Because we here, bro. Uh, in the words of you, we here, bro. That's what I meant to say. And, um, bro, you here, too, for at least another four or five years. So you better act like you, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, bro, bro, bro. You know, like I said, a, game, a, a bad game or two here, whatever. You could live with that, bro. But your body language and, and gameplay overall is like, yeah. So, so you're going to hear that from us, bro. And um, But you've been playing good, bro. So we're going to cheer that. Like I said, bro, it's not always about the performance. It's about your effort too, bro. And that shit seemed lackluster, you know, prior to, um, prior to fucking nigga, yeah, prior to, um, what's this shit called? Prior to the COVID situation, bro. Was, I feel like he sort of, I'm not saying he needed COVID, bro. I'm just saying he needed a break. I don't even know if he got COVID. He was just in the protocol. I just know he needed to recalibrate, bro. Get his shit right. Get his mental right. And, um... Hopefully he stay on this path, this, this whatever path he's on, on the court with the passion. Like, motherfucker, look determined, man. 
Motherfucker look determined. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I like to see, bro. That's what I like to see, bro. And, and a lot of players, a lot of people are rooting for him, bro. Like, I don't really get it, bro. Kenny Smith, Shaq Daniels. In case y'all know who that is, Shaq Daniels, bro. Rooting for him. Bro, motherfucker, I'm rooting for you, bro. What the fuck? A lot of motherfuckers are rooting for you, bro. The people that born you are the same ones rooting for you, bro. Um, that's as far as the Knicks fan base, bro. Trust me, bro. We want you to do good, bro. Um, but um, at the same time, bro, you got to take accountability, dogs. Um, you can't run from accountability. That's all I got to say. Yeah, we booed you, bro. Yeah, you shut us up, bro. You right. You shut us up by making us even cheer louder, bro. Even cheer. We cheered even louder, bro. So, um, but we rooting for you, bro. We rooting for you, bro. Um, I'm just hoping that, like, whatever rest you got, bro, whatever, that little two games off, hopefully that, that sets you on the right path, bro. And, um, that game against the Pistons was crazy, bro. I, like, if you lost that game, bro, I, I don't know where we'd be at right now. Honestly, that shit would have been deflating as a motherfucker. But, what sucks is we play the Celtics again. I'm like, fuck, man. And then, I wanted to hear Tatum's toss because I'm thinking exact thing, exact same thing. Jason Tatum's thing, which is like, yo, we play these motherfuckers again on Sunday, on Saturday, in our house. Uh, what a better way to um, redeem ourselves? I'm like, yo, bro, you don't really need to, like, I don't really need to redeem yourself at all. Actually, like, who 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 said this to you, bro? Who said you got to redeem yourself at all? Like, who came up with this idea, bro? That you got to redeem yourself? I know personally, it's gonna be very hard for the Knicks to beat the Celtics on Saturday. And um, it's going to be hard because motherfuckers just played each other. They just gave up a 25-point lead. They lost at the buzzer. Tatum balled his ass off. So I just know it's going to be hard for the Knicks to win on Saturday. But if they do, that should be lit, bro. And I ain't doing this on something like, oh, yo, he's trying to reverse jinx the Knicks. No, bro. This is just facts, bro. Like, that should be hard, bro. It's very rare for our teams to lose back-to-back games unless they're the New York Knicks. But um, I will say this. Win that game, bro. I still feel like we should have won that last time we played against the Celtics in Boston Garden, TD Bank, whatever the, you know. What I'm saying they call it the arena now. So, like, yo, we should have won that game, but you know they got that one, so they got it. So we'll see what happens Saturday. I didn't like the fact that Tatum was sounding highly, highly motivated to redeem himself, even though he played a hell of a game. All right, bro, it wasn't your fault they lost. Like you even played good defense on the last shot, bro. You played a pretty good contest, bro. You gotta live with that. Even foul him a little bit and then call it, but obviously I wouldn't call it either from a rep. Like, you know, RJ fading away, falling down, leg kicked out, all that crazy shit, you know? So I wasn't really expecting a foul call. It's hard to really call in a situation like that. Um, but to end up, I don't think he was being you know what I'm saying? But he won't sound all motivated and shit like that. It's cool. Um, you know, he's saying what he got to say, the way you got to do. But um, we're going to see him again on um, Saturday. But the garden was lit, bro. The garden was jumping. And every single time I'm at the garden and there's a crazy-ass game and we win, bro, all that shit reminds me of is, oh, I just think about when the Knicks win the championship because it's going to happen, bro. When we do win, yo, the world is not prepared for this shit, bro. Because the world's not even prepared for a regular season victory, bro. The world's not prepared for when the Knicks win a playoff game. So it happened last year. You know, like, oh, shit, they just want to play all game. Damn, they so happy. Yeah, motherfucker, that's how we is out here, bro. That's how we maneuver, bro. I'm going to play that shit. But um, episode 106, um, I used to watch 106 in Park when I was a kid. 
Uh, I used to try to watch Freestyle Fridays, but like I said, I was never really home. I'm playing basketball and shit. But shout out to 106 and Park, man. And it's episode 106. Shout out to the Knicks. And Evan Fournier, bro. Bro. Yo, he was killing it, bro. That shit was lit. Shout out to Evan Fournier. Um, 41 points, bro. I was thinking 33, 34. He's like, nah, I got you a 41, bro. I thought I had a bag of looks, man. You know what I'm saying? So Evan Fournier, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Boston is going to make it personal and try their best to make sure motherfucking Fournier don't have more than 15 points on Saturday. Like, this motherfucker. Like they better let Julius Verne score 50 before fucking Fournier score more than 15. <laughs> but, yo, on that note, the meta body here, man. Episode 106. Go Knicks. Yeah, go motherfucking, go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go.